Hey listeners, it's Keith from Evertrue. Evertrue is the end-to-end solution for insight, outreach, and analytics for higher ed advancement and stewardship teams around the world. Recently, we launched Evertrue Studios, Advancement's very first media hub, where subscribers have access to over 100 hours of free, on-demand original series and podcasts, all created with fundraisers in mind. Check us out at evertrue.com backslash studios. I'm Kim Naoni, and this is Mentorship Matters, a podcast that examines the current and future landscape of fundraising leaders and the power of inclusive mentorship in advancement. Today, I'm going a little bit uh, you know, to the left field here, and I have my friend Dave Crory, who's going to you know, have a conversation with me for the next uh, few minutes about why we mentor. And Dave is a veteran hospitality industry executive, currently director of business development at Upstay a vertically integrated real estate company offering tech-enabled vacation homes and urban retreats. Dave, pleasure to see you. Hey, great to be with you. And uh, so good to see you again after, uh, as we uh, talk coming on, uh, all your successes. I've uh, really uh, stayed in touch since I had contact at the World Tourism uh, Marketing uh, Conference, which was in Asia, and had good occasion to meet uh, family members and have our synergy start from there. So uh, open to anywhere the discussion goes. Thank you. Absolutely. So let's let's jump into it and get and talk about uh, mentorship in in, in your area. I've known the uh, hospitality industry, at least the organizations that I've known of, have been very big on thinking ahead in terms of succession planning offering management training programs for, for associates, and really ensuring that all aspects of the operation, so to speak, have those folks that can be next and they can, they, they can keep sort of the, the, the good times going, for lack of better terms. Talk to me about that and how that has manifested itself in your career. Well, and just in our two-second conversation before uh, jumping on the, you know, here right now, uh, I asked about whether in your uh, line of work, you had to uh, basically do your own hunting and gathering or whether you were the benefit of, of mentorship from the outset. And you said it's something that came on to you later on in your career. In my case, uh, I was a corporate management trainee for Hyatt Hotels and Resorts. And I uh, was at a property to learn all the different departments of the hotels over about a 10-month period. And then from there, you you choose a specialty area, be that accounting or sales and marketing or uh, operations, front desk, food and beverage, et cetera. I didn't know it at the time when I was a trainee, but as you look for placement a- after your training period, which cowboy math is about an, a, a year long, you're then placed at another property typically. And in my case, the new director of sales that came in, Willie Houston, I'll never forget him, he actually took me on it as, as a mentor right from his, is exactly at the time I became in, in the stress period where you finish in the area that you want to move on with. And Willie came on as the new director of sales and marketing. And he interviewed all the sales managers at the time. And he said to me, yeah, David, where, where is your desk? And I said, well, Willie, I'm, I'm actually a... Uh, corporate trainee, we don't have desks. I said, you know, if there's a sales manager out for the day, you know, I kind of bed down there or I'll I'll go wherever or even an empty meeting room. He said, well, right there in the corner of my office, there's a plant. I want you to go get a game table. 
There's a telephone jack there, and I want you to make that your office. And I was dumbfounded. He basically put me inside his office, uh, and he basically said to me, anything that goes across my desk goes across your desk first. <laughs> and I didn't know it at the time, but within the next couple of weeks, the, the annual sales and marketing report uh, for the next year was due. And he hated to do that. And so he decided that would be a good thing for, for us to share. So anyhow, that was kind of the quiet side of that. But anyhow, long story short, everything that did go across his desk went across my desk first. And if he had a meeting with a client in, in the restaurant or whatever, he would invite me and you know introduce me at a level far greater than me as a corporate trainee. I only make the point because he then later got me an interview in Oakland, California from Cherry Hill, New Jersey, where I was working. And it turned out that the two of them, and Willie had come from Oakland, the general manager there turned out to be my next mentor. And Willie said to him, hey, if you don't hire this guy, I'll pay for his airfare, but this is the guy you want to hire for your open position at Oakland. And it turned out that he had said, well, okay, you got a deal. So I kind of got the interview uh, on a bet, unbeknownst to me. And it turned out when I got there, met the general manager, Rod Young, and he was fantastic and basically had me hired uh, before the end of dinner that night. And my interview was until the next day with the director of sales. So anyhow, I fell into a mentorship with a new director of sales. He was of the lineage of Rod Young, uh, and that led me to another position where I worked for a, a great gentleman, Jack Hardy, well, very well known in the industry, and I became uh, his protege. And then all of a sudden, you, you have this awareness of mentorship that you didn't have when you're just all of a sudden benefiting from it. And then you recognize, as they say, you are who you hire. It's more like you are who you mentor and how you're mentored. So if you will, at the, at the time that I was with Hyatt, we were growing by leaps and bounds, and you were always looking to put new people in positions and sometimes in positions that were larger than their, their experience at the time. So that kind of gets into the higher the attitude, train the skill, and really you're training the skill with the uh, intimacies or the little uh, coaching and feedback moments that you get from a, a mentor that just kind of almost fall from the tree. They, they are things that, you know, come from an informal meeting, even a social setting or whatever, where they're always giving you insights. But as you look at that, and, and one of the strengths of Hyatt, when I worked for them, uh, and, and, and I'm not as aware of it to this day, but we were very much from a mentorship mentality, and you could almost see in the regional vice presidents all over the country that they had their network of people that, that they had been mentors to. And uh, I just always felt that that was, if you will, you get your salary. And back then, I won't even tell you what I was getting paid. So you had your, <laughs> your actual income, and then you had your psychic income. And you, you talk about training and uh, the overall atmosphere that is created by your leaders and psychic income uh, is actually 
probably uh, more valuable, certainly at an emotional level than, than your paycheck because it's, you know, as they say, you, you, you basically spend it whatever mon- uh, level of money that you make, but your psychic income, you, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. And I've said to people over the years, when they're looking at the job, I said, don't forget you're interviewing for them to hire you as much, you know, the other way around for you to hire them. And I always say all things being equal between the two jobs, who's the better mentor that you think you want to work for. And so culturally, um, you know, I, I believe in hiring the attitude, train the skill, particularly in the hospitality industry where they either have those people skills or they don't. And, you know, I think in most jobs that you ascend to over the course of time, and I would toss it to you to answer it, if, if all of a sudden you get in and go, wow, there's a lot to learn here. And, you know, to the degree that that, that uh, you know, first six months that you want to get done in the first six days, as far as your learning curve uh, can be, you know, really expedited and, and facilitated and enjoyed by a good mentor uh, is is really priceless. So I, I would I, say- I completely, that, uh, I agree with that. Uh, and I, and I, I endorse it wholeheartedly. I mean, for me, I would say the uh, workplaces or the opportunities that have been meaningful for me have been less about money and more about, am I going to get a leader that's gonna see the potential in me and help me grow? And that's how uh, I've been able to got into situations that sometimes, you know, people say, man, I mean, you know, you could have made more money if you had gone to do this. I mean, you could have been running your own place right now. And I said, well, but I just felt that in conversations with my my supervisor, that he was the kind of person that believes in the same things that I believe in. You talk about higher attitude, training the skills. I mean, he was very much a believer of that in a believer of uh, empowering uh, his team members, sort of like what you talked about earlier with uh, the, the manager that came in and said, you don't have a desk, now you're gonna, you're gonna be in this room with me in the same way. And, and I, I, I advise uh, folks that are coming up in our industry to focus on the why. I mean, we are in a business that's driven by mission. Why are you at University X? What is it that they do that speaks to you? If it does not, don't waste your time trying to go there because they're paying you a lot of money. I've seen a lot of folks that just looked at that variable. They're not think about move number two, three, four, how this current position is going to help you to ascend to the next one where you can have a broader impact. Or some that just simply went and said, well, I just want to be a vice president of this division, blah, blah, blah. But then when you think about it, you start talking and say, well, so what have you, what are you learning right now from, you know, where you are? Do you understand the business side of our, of our organization? It's not just about, you know, glad handing and uh, going out to have dinners and events. It's the other, it's the fiduciary responsibility of running the operation and being in investment meetings, dealing a lot with people uh, in terms of, uh, you know, working in large institutions, uh, you have different stakeholders and how you manage those. And I'll tell them those skills, those soft skills are a lot more important than your ability to raise money. Because if you're in those shoes, you, you will be successful. But if you're not successful in those other areas, you, you, your career is, uh, you know, you may have to do something different. 
So going, going, going to, to, to what you're talking about attitude. I mean, for me, a- attitude is, is number one. I like to quote Simon Sinek. There is one phrase which I may butcher and he talks about talent is the inflow and passion is the outflow. If you hire somebody who's talented, you hire somebody who has that motor, that I call the self-driven motor, they can become rah-rah university X anytime. You can build that passion for the institution because as people are coming in, they don't know what they don't know. I mean, when you first went to hire, you didn't really quite understand the organization, but you had those tangible, intangible skills that somebody saw in you and they said, you know what, we're going to invest in them. And that led to uh, to a successful career. So that's just that's just my observation and uh, through through my career thus far. Well, I'll just add to uh, the fact that you went outside the box to invite me in on on your uh, your uh, your series here is that uh, I'll just add that hospitality as an industry, but as a definition, is really the giving of yourself for another. And when you actually then connect the dots to that to mentorship, it's it's the same thing. So mentorship is the giving of yourself for another and at the same time if you have a full perspective about those that you champion along the way well as they look to go you know upwardly mobile and they get their next promotion that person that hired you and the lineage of their mentorship above them are often the decision makers to say hey Let's bring Dave into this position. And all of a sudden you have an endorsement because there's a lineage above you of relationships and trust that your boss had with other upper level executives that uh, often make the determination. And as you look at a company, it's mm-hmm. often the placement of, of, of people that, that make things click and make things work. So that's kind of the, you know, who you hire in uh, who you mentor. So uh, I would just add that as you consider yourself from a first-time position uh, in a job, you really want to understand however you can bring that out and just say, you know, what is your feeling on mentorship or, or how, how did you, how were you able to ascend, Kim, in your, in your thing? It's, 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 a, it's a good way. And, you know, most of selling is asking questions. So I think getting a certainty about the potential for mentorship lets you know the, the potential for you to grow. Absolutely. What, one thing that I look at when I've looked at different positions uh, with organizations in advancement uh, has been how willing are they to adapt you know, practices from different sectors, uh, such as hospitality and whatnot. Well, we have a lot to learn. I mean, you know, uh, customer service and putting people first is at the front center of, uh, of, of such fields. You know, I, I read a lot and talk to a lot of people everywhere else. And so when I, when I get into a situation where we're interviewing, I want to find out what kind of internship programs do you have, you know, and how are we ensuring that those interns are placed within our organization or broadly? Uh, number two, as I look at, you know, your sort of junior team members, do you have a, a mentorship program where, you're helping them pair up with somebody who's in a position they'd like to be in. You see that VP or what have you, and they sit down with them and they, they coach them through different uh, situations. I mean, I have about uh, over the past year, I'll say close to uh, about a dozen individuals, primarily African-American professionals 
who I've developed a relationship with uh, through LinkedIn and uh, one, one organization that I was involved in, Black Leaders in Philanthropy, uh, that my colleagues and I started to mentor folks. We had people reach out to us. And so I'll sit with them uh, via Zoom and we'll have a conversation. They'll say, well, so I'm in this position, right? And my goal is to be uh, at a certain level. What should I be doing? Oh, my boss is giving me this assignment, tells me I got to raise a million dollars this year and I just started. Uh, oh, my boss wants me to travel extensively. This is not what we talked about. Then I'll start having a conversation with them about what it's like to be in your boss's shoes and what kind of pressures are they facing and why is it that they're communicating a certain way and how do you navigate that? Because obviously, if that person was going to go to a boss, say, hey, Dave, man, uh, this is not what I signed up for. You're asking me to do all these things outside my scope. Why don't you pay me more? That's not going to end up very well. <laughs> Mostly it's a, no, 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 no. So I spent a lot of time paying it forward that way. And it's been great. I mean, I've, I've found a lot of fulfillment uh, through that. And so I try to, to ensure that to, to the extent that I can, that the organizations that I'm being part of are about that. You know, they are about how do we create the capacity for leadership later on. And these days, it's become even more important when it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging to ensure that we have a higher percentage of underrepresented uh, professionals who are positioned to be leaders. And uh, it's something that I'm investing a lot of my time, personal time, and my colleagues and I across the country do the same thing every other month. We're meeting with a, with a different uh, cohort of uh, professionals, and we're un unpacking different issues that they're facing, you know, how things go in, what are you thinking career-wise, let's, let's help you build your professional brand and those kind of things. And it's, it's to me, it's something that I've found to be helpful because I did not have that when I was getting started. And I knew, uh, I experienced, I should say, uh, uh, different things. And uh, I had, uh, uh, you know, ups and downs along the way that I put me in a situation where I can help people figure out, not that I'm telling them what to do, but figure out what to do and what not to do to position yourself, you know, uh, to be successful in our field. Well, I'd have to say that uh, if you have a podcast under the topic of mentorship, obviously it, it would impress you along your career to say that this is not just an intangible, but it's really quite tangible relative to uh, how you're going to progress regarding diversity and equality and, and, and all. I can't say that uh, there's another industry that's more open to, you know, every day when you look at a hotel and who comes through the door, be that, you know, their race, religion, creed, uh, beliefs, uh, 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 you know, orientation, anything, uh, the hospitality industry welcomes everybody at the door all the time. And in from meeting rooms to the restaurants to everywhere. So uh, I think there's an openness there that uh, is very, very encouraging. But I, while you were chatting, I was just going to say that I wrote down, you know, there's some basic themes that, you know, basically people like to do business with people that they like. And, and so if you're likable and, and you exude that and it comes back to you, then you're going to have more occasions with those people that you've met. Uh, and oftentimes they could choose my hotel over another one for their convention or their vacation based on 
energy that they had with you or someone else in your network along the way. So it's almost like, how do you have a winning team? Well, mentorship uh, certainly helps to, to, to drive that. And, you know, at the same time, I remember a boss once said to me, he said, you know, the one of my true mentors said, you know, just remember the unhappy guest doesn't always complain or make a donation. Uh, they just go away never to be heard again. And yet they could talk to other people privately about something that didn't happen well. So, you know, positive energy, positive relationships, and basically making that your mantra toward the direction that you're going, almost setting up your own karma is, is very much set up by people that have endorsed you right from the, from the beginning because they hired your attitude. And then you got to come up a little bit with how well you, you know, acclimated in, in learning the skills. So, you know, I, I believe in, in simple philosophies, but uh, I remember that uh, Napoleon Hill, who was a famous author uh, back almost 100 years ago now, he had studied the most successful people from the last century, uh, the, you know, from that, from that uh, generation. And I remember in, in his audio book, it said, of the 15 traits of the most successful people, Please note that a positive mental attitude heads the list. And oh, yeah. uh, if you want to find a good mentor, you better make note of number one there. And I think a lot of things can flow from there. I had no idea when I was a corporate trainee that Willie Houston was going to fall out of the sky uh, and, and be my director and have me take a corner of his office. So from that little moment, many things have been launched just because he gave me uh, that consideration. In Willie's case, Africa, African-American, you know, to me, he was just energy. And uh, he, he took care of me. And uh, I still, to this day, stay in contact. And I'm old school enough to precede LinkedIn and other things that uh, I still have a lot of pride in the first people that I've hired that even have come back to me late, years later and said, that was a crazy time. So glad we had what we had back in the day. And, you know, it was almost these Camelot periods when you go to a different hotel and you have the synergy of people that you've hired and that you've mentored. And oftentimes the general manager or your regional VP is on top of that. And you could well be from, from that lineage, if I can use that. And that's where a Camelot period, God, that was the best time in my career. Yeah. And then you can repeat that. And so when you sit, see, think of a university that you've worked with and can you create positive experiences, positive events where you can generate those relationships with people, that's all just building, uh, you know, muscle for the your future success. And that would be as simple as a hotel guy could tell it to a university guy uh, in, in that regard. But I'll just say that you getting a donor to give it a level that they weren't even considering or giving at all. It, it's in our case, how we would bring in a major convention to come to Waikoloa, Hawaii on the big island with no direct, direct air service and no highways leading there. So uh, I was just going to say that we all have our relative, you know, situations, but they're because you created very positive interpersonal communications, events, experiences, 
that they could re remark and say, oh, I remember that, Kim, that was fantastic. And, and uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge for you when you take on a new position to acclimate to a new university's culture, because, you know, they're all slightly different, uh, the Ducks mm. versus the Gators versus uh, the Cornhuskers. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a different world out there, but it really comes down to people skills. And if you can get hired based on your attitude and they're a mentor, you're on your way. No, it's, uh, you know, it's very true. When I think of uh, my field, I mean, I'm pretty much connected to some of the same people I was connected with when I first started. I mean, over the years, you know, you have attrition, people, people leave the field. But for the most part, it's a very, very small world. I mean, when I, after uh, George Floyd got killed and had a meeting with a number of friends, I said, we got to do something. We just can't sit and not say something, we've got to challenge our field to be more inclusive. We've all had our experiences. And between the two of us, she called 10 people, I called 10 people, one of those called other people. Next thing you know, we have 30 plus, you know, primarily African-American professionals who came up with an equity and hiring pledge. And we pledged that we're gonna do our best to build a pipeline for, for, for leadership and through mentorship. And it's something that, I, I counsel uh, folks uh, who are thinking about a career in our field that, uh, you know, be humble, be a learner, go into the organization with a full intention of investing your 1000% effort while you're there. And as you do those things, you get yourself in, in situations uh, like I have where I'm friends with personal friends with donors from all the different places that I've been. I mean, they're folks who I've known for years. And if I'm in the, you know, in the area, they'll personally say, hey, give me a call. Let's meet for, for a drink. Let's meet for a meal. Would love to see how you're doing. And uh, there are even times where someone said, hey, you're University X and we really like the program that they're working on. What if we partnered uh, with our university and yours and that way you can be successful? And that's how, you know, the other aspect of, uh, of mentorship is, you know, when you, the people that you work with, the people that you, you work in support of become those people who are your sounding board that later on, for instance, as I have been interviewed for uh, leadership roles, guess who was, were the people that would show up? It's, it's the previous supervisors. It's somebody who was a donor that I worked with who say, well, you know what? This, this guy was a really good representative of our institution. He worked hard for us. It was always truthful and was, was always uh, driven by the mission of what we're trying to do. I'm happy to endorse them any day. And, uh, and there's, no, there's no, more, no more powerful statement or experience than somebody doing that for you. So it it's, it's truly is building those alliances and being, you know, being invested in what you're doing that I found to, to have paved the way uh, for, for success. Well, I think that uh, just our relationship uh, was really through an introduction and uh, I was very interested in how you went forward and uh, I've stayed up with you along the way over, I was trying to figure it out today, it's almost 15 or more years that yes. uh, I've uh, given you my uh, encouragement along the way. And uh, you, you mentioned a moment ago about being humble and I think that that is, you know, as you go forward with your mentors, they can school you sometimes, but they often give you 
some very simple thought points, almost like a golf coach or a, any kind of coach really giving it. But the directions about living your life inside out for others is much more attractive than people that are outside what's in it for me outside in. And so that was something that we learned uh, early on in, in, in the career. And I think listening, you know, listening and asking questions is much more endearing than pontificating and schooling people on, on uh, you know, what you think they already should know. You know, most of selling is asking and it's really after you've done the assessment and you've understood who they are as a person, I think you could respond to them much more kindly relative to their vacation or their aspirations philanthropically and their own connections back to the university when they were there. And, you know, I'm uh, getting a few years now since I uh, graduated college. So uh, it's a different uh, place and time back then. And uh, I think if you can just be open about it with people inside out toward them and, and really being hospitable, giving of yourself for another would, would be a, a good message to pass in, into your industry. And I certainly would hope that the development uh, officers at executives or uh, like, you know, the work that you do, it should reflect the university relative to the mix of females, you know, different races, you know, whatever, uh, if you can't just see them all as individuals, but that should be reflected in leadership to, to make that, that university or that hospitality company uh, successful over the long term. So those are right. some of my thoughts. Amen. Amen. Some great words there. So as we close out here, I like to, I like to end my sessions uh, with my guests with two key takeaways. Uh, somebody listening to us, you know, two key takeaways that you would like to share. And please. I would say begin with the end in mind. And uh, if you're looking at your career, you should begin by looking at a job with mentorship value as, as a actual key difference in your criteria for picking a position. And then imagine yourself old school like me, you know, near retirement, but still energized by the industry. I would say, look back on how your, your, how your, your, your career could go. And, and you should actually consider milestones along the way of people that mentored you almost like they're part of your family, your real family. They certainly are in your industry family and how people are genuinely excited for other people's success. Uh, and if you actually consider those things at the beginning of your career, almost in a retrospect and say, when I retire, what do I want to look back on? Well, I will tell you that those relationships with your uh, mentees and you know, from, from being a mentor, are some of the most cherished experiences that you will have and, and, and on top of the money that you make. But I'm saying the psychic income, the gratification that you get from your work should come from that. And if it's not, you should try a new industry. Well said. Well, folks, there you have it. I'm Kim Naoni. Thanks for tuning in to Mentorship Matters. We'll see you soon.